Hey, this is another episode of Black in Prague. So, you want to break into tech? It is not that easy. So much so that there's so many companies and programs, nonprofits, just to help this simple fact, especially for the underrepresented groups. Um, when I was researching a lot of the famous founders and how they found their company, or even the really historic product managers, someone always had a similar story. They had a parent who was an engineer, and they knew someone who knew someone, and they started in somebody's garage, right? That is the most basic Caucasian story that you always hear. Um, and it's really a lineage For most people that I knew of color in New York didn't have such luxuries, didn't even know, didn't even know what graphic design was or product design, never met anyone who ever did such a thing, Um, didn't even know what existed. Computer science to them was basically 0011, that's what I like to call it, zeros and ones. Now that I know a little bit more, I just call it the black scary screen. (laughs) Whenever I see a back-end developer dig into the code to find a bug. But going back to that knowledge of not having anyone in your community, in your space, in this field, it's really hard to know what you want to do once you break into tech. The only thing that you know, well, I'm speaking about myself, actually, but... The only thing that I knew is that the apps that I know and love and use every day, somebody had to build it. And I wanted to figure out how they did it and how I can be a part of it. So breaking into tech, the easiest um, and the best way is to usually do customer support. Um, Customer support is something that you have to learn on the job right the tool that you use to execute this is more often not very simple it's a chat it's email it's phone calling you know and love it you just need to know how that company does it and you need to know that product so that's why i say it's the easiest because it's one of those jobs where you really learn on the job and they don't expect you to know much going in If you need to know more than that, say you need to know some coding because you're going to be a technical customer support or part of the engineering side or QA, that's when things get a bit dicey and you need to get some education before you can break into tech. So that's one of those things. For the other fields, um, marketing specifically, marketing is one of those uh, areas of focus where Everyone thinks they know what it is because they've been marketed to. It's just like design. Everyone thinks they can be a designer because they've seen beautiful things. And now there's beautiful tools out there to help you to make those decisions much easier, right? There's Canva that gives you a nice little template and all you have to do is edit the text. But when it comes to marketing, um, a lot of that is really based on experience. Educating yourself through books, educating yourself by dissecting campaigns that you love, 
dissecting products that you love, taking notice of details of copy, of placement, um, promotions, pricing, influencers. There's a big, big field of marketing and so many roles. Um, And depending on the company that you're joining, the approach and the education that you need could be completely different. B2B marketing for SaaS, software as a service, companies that, you know, get recurring revenue every month, totally different ballgame than B2C, where you're constantly worrying about consumers and that public image. So marketing is different. Design, as we said, is also broken up into multiple disciplines where you may need to know a little bit of psychology in order to do um, some UX design and figure out why certain buttons are the way they are and colors. What colors grant calmness and what colors does the human being automatically perceives as stop or go? So those are um, some really important things to know in that field. So leaving New York, where I never met anyone that did any of those things, I finally got a taste of it in my last in my last job before I left the city. And I got a taste on it from the outside looking in. I was working with designers in the capacity that I was an ops person. And I just made sure that they, as a human being, were looked after, happy, and supported. But I was not a part of the technical side of actually building, designing, and shipping things. And that opportunity wasn't going to come in the kind of company that I was at. And so Prague, deciding to come to Europe, you could either go to another big major city where there are really great candidates or you can, you know, go to a place where uh, this isn't the number one field. This isn't the number one area. And luckily enough, Prague has a very beautiful up-and-coming tech landscape. There are a few that are um, American noteworthy and then otherwise we have most of the big major players. Uh, Google has an appearance here. Amazon has a massive um, office here. SAP, Novartis, a whole bunch of pharmaceuticals. All of those those industries are, are here. But then the next hassle is always the visa, right? They would prefer to employ rather than to do the business visa, which is more of our entrepreneurial visa, and the process of becoming an employee is rather cumbersome. So there's plus or minuses. There's difficulties, um, but luckily, the best way to learn is always to join a startup because a startup requires you to do 10, 15 jobs, and you learn a lot as you grow. And hopefully if the startup um, is a success and you get to raise some money and hire some new people, then you just get to learn more new things. And so 
Um, that's kind of my tidbit on breaking into tech. I've had a few people reach out to me recently to ask how they can make that switch. Um, and a lot of people get discouraged because they've you know, built a career doing something else. But like most things in life, a lot of skills are transferable, right? If you spent 10 years being a teacher, being able to lead and plan and basically break down a concept for someone else to understand can be very applicable in many areas of tech. You could be a copywriter. You can do customer success. You could be a product marketer. You could probably even be a PM. Um, And if you're lucky and fortunate enough, you can join a startup or a tech company that has a fully developed people ops team. I'm learning this firsthand on what it takes to be a great leader. I am witnessing amazing leadership and people who have thoroughly thought out how to support people in every aspect. And when I say every aspect, I mean from compensation to a framework to help people progress to the next level. Both startups, they continue to live in that startup mentality where you do 10 jobs and you only get paid for one. Um, And the only way to progress is to become a manager. Um, But more often or not, they like to hire externally for a manager rather than looking within. So um, how to differentiate what kind of startup you find? It's really important that you have a thorough interview process, that you communicate with as many members of the team before you join. Um, And that also includes... um, people that will air quote be below you or your potential colleagues outside of your team, right? You don't want to be sold a dream and then you join and it's not what it's supposed to be, right? So those are just some tidbits and ideas and feedback to help you break into tech. And if you're thinking about leaving where you are for another country, Definitely do your research. Uh, Facebook is a great asset to help you see the companies and and the people that are there. Um, In the Czech Republic, I found a lot of um, my opportunities through startupjobs.cz and expats.cz. Sorry, Z is Z. (laughs) Um, So, yes, that's my advice to you. Until next time, I'll be around.